1: WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio.
2: With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Political debate over the debt limit affecting Americans' economic outlook More on the story from White House correspondent Greg Clugston. As lawmakers and the president try to find a way forward in raising the debt limit and averting a default, U.S. consumers have become more pessimistic about the economy. The University of Michigan survey shows U.S. consumer sentiment slumped to a six-month low in May. Inflation continues to be a major factor, but the drop in sentiment was also driven by worries that political haggling over raising the federal government's borrowing cap could trigger a recession. Greg Clugston. Washington. The polls have closed in the elections in Turkey. President Recep Erdogan's leadership now hanging in the balance after the voting today, that after a very strong challenge from one of his key opposition candidates. This is
1: SRN News. Hugh Hewitt sees people running from the blue
3: states. The blue state exodus accelerates. The IRS data shows a net 105,000 people left Illinois in 2021, taking with them $10.9 billion in adjusted gross income. New York's income loss increased to $24.5 billion. California lost $29 billion. And boy, is redistricting in 2030 going to be a bloodbath for Democrats.
1: The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Another full hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network Closer Edition with Brad Carlson coming up this hour here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Inside your 2 o'clock hour this Sunday afternoon. Let's look at your weather forecast for this evening. Low around 50 degrees, partly cloudy skies. Into Monday, sunshine for the afternoon, high around 77 degrees.
4: Check out SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com is one of the best streaming platforms out there, and it doesn't require a monthly fee. Executive produced by Salem Media Group, SalemNow.com.
2: The following program was pre-recorded and the views
5: expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance radio network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1.
1: We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here
4: is The Closer, Brad Carlson. AM hey, 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two, the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can feel free to check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. You can also feel free to weigh in on the program via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow, that's hashtag N-A-R-N Show, for any comments or questions. And by the way, if you aren't following us on Facebook, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook. And give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in on this very special Mother's Day edition Of the Northern Alliance, hopefully, uh, all you moms out there, by the way, if you are listening, we hope you are enjoying your day, uh, getting the rock star treatment that you deserve, that is for certain. I want to uh, take a transition now into some uh, national news and uh, honored to welcome to the broadcast at this time, Susan Crabtree. She is the White House and National Political Correspondent. For Real Clear Politics, Uh, as we know, we've been following, uh, even before he was officially elected, the uh, allegations of uh, shady business dealings among uh, Joe Biden and some foreign entities. Of course, that was the big uh, portion of the laptop that was uncovered, the abandoned laptop of Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, uh, alleging that uh, then-Vice President Joe Biden uh, benefited rather handsomely uh, financially through his son's business dealings. Uh, The Oversight Committee uh, has been talking about this for the uh, past couple of weeks, House Oversight Committee, Uh, doing a further deep dive into this. What will come of this uh, remains to be seen, but uh, here to uh, give us a little more information on the story is the aforementioned Susan Crabtree. Uh, Susan, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Appreciate you joining us today.
6: Thanks so much for having me.
4: Well, like I kind of introed uh, this situation, Susan, this, you know, we can go back to, I guess it'd be two and a half years now, just prior to uh, the presidential debate where it was discovered that uh, Hunter Biden, the uh, then uh, candidate Joe Biden's son, his laptop was abandoned. Uh, There was some uh, rather uh, damning uh, information found on this laptop. They even talked to Hunter Biden's business associate, uh, Tony Bobulinski, it was dismissed at the time as Russian disinformation, and it was only after Joe Biden was elected president that some mainstream media outlets started to give credence and saying, yeah, it turns out the laptop uh, <laughs> uh, does have some credibility. And now there apparently is some uh, issues being dug into, not into the uh, pre- president's son's background, but the president himself. Uh, what can you tell us uh, the latest on this, Susan Crabtree? Yes,
6: well, it James Kummer, who is the House Oversight Committee chairman, and Senator Grassley, a longtime champion of whistleblowers and ethics in Washington. Uh, they both came out last week, and they said, uh, there is this document that uh, we believe the FBI has. We know, in fact, they have it, and it is alleges uh, a, a crime uh, between a foreign national, a play to, uh, pay-to-play crime, involving policy decisions when joe biden was vice president and we want a copy of that document now it's not proof of uh, that this uh, it occurred it is an allegation but it lays out the scenario uh quite in, in detail according to comer and grassley now uh, they say subpoenaed it but the fbi has since said no dice we're not giving it to you uh and i didn't expect them to uh this type of thing you know Congress has subpoena power, uh, but when it is used, utilized against the executive branch, they can just say, nah, we don't think so. We are we have executive privilege, and we are going to keep the document from you. They can hold, like they did with Eric Holder during the Obama administration, the attorney general, then uh, when, they, when they subpoenaed his information about the Fast and Furious gun tracking right. uh, scheme, but they held him in contempt of Congress. That's all they can really do. Uh, but yes, it, you know this ties it directly. Uh, this allegation ties it to Joe Biden, and we're seeing more and more evidence that Joe Biden uh, was involved. There has been charges along those lines for several years, including from Tony Bubulinski, who you mentioned, right. um, the Hunter Biden associate.
4: So when uh, I, when the uh executive branch when they exert when they assert the executive privilege um is that uh, do they I mean do they I don't, don't necessarily have to give a rationale as to why they're asserting executive privilege do they just assert it and that's it end of story or do they at least give some insight as to why they're doing this because again you know uh if this this feels like that there's some sort of concerted effort to keep this damning information from coming out, and it just arouses the public's suspicion further. So, Susan Crabtree, did the FBI give any rationale as to why they were asserting, except executive privilege in this instance?
6: They basically don't uh, allow any kind of uh, now. Executive privilege is usually a White House term. The I believe the Justice Department just says it's it's an ongoing investigation okay. or it's sensitive. You know, it's material to an ongoing investigation and that just sort of guards it off from any type of uh, congressional scrutiny, <laughs> sure. which is a blanket. You know, they can use that in any way they see fit. And as you know, we, we've we seen in the last two weeks uh, several whistleblowers come forward and say that the Justice Department has politicized this Hunter Biden investigation. Uh, and they're, in fact, these whistleblowers, one from the IRS. That's uh, talking about this particular document uh, has said that you know they are burying the Hunter Biden investigation. We are expecting charges in a in a case out of Delaware. A prosecutor there is has been pursuing this uh, a tax evasion and falsifying documents to get a gun case against Hunter Biden, and we are expecting charges there. But James Comer says any day now or in in, in the next days or weeks, we don't know, they don't ever say exactly until it comes out, Uh, but James Comer says, you know, that is a drop in the bucket. That's going to be a slap on the wrist. I have far more damning information and he had a press conference on Wednesday and came out with some more information. He has uh, documents, uh, financial records from banks of foreign national, foreign deposits into banks and uh, that the Treasury Department actually flagged out of concern that there was all this money coming in from foreign nationals. And then um, he has said that he's tracked the money through several different LLCs that the Biden family and Hunter Biden set up. And at least nine members of the Biden family have been paid from these LLCs from this foreign money.
4: Okay. Yeah, I I did uh, see a little bit of the uh, press conference that took place earlier this week so yeah that definitely seems like there is some substance there uh as far as ultimately i mean we we hear of allegations like this all the time and you know we heard a lot of it certainly during the trump administration hearing it now during the biden administration ultimately uh what would what could potentially be the end result i mean obviously a sitting president uh, I don't think could be charged with a crime, but is there any consideration to drawing up articles of impeachment? I get it. The re- Democrats have the majority in the Senate, so it ultimately would go nowhere, but obviously Republicans having the majority in the House certainly could bring articles of impeachment. Is that something that's uh, being considered at this point, Susan Crabtree?
6: Well, bribery is one of those high crimes and <laughs> misdemeanors, that, that umbrella statement that you use to impeach presidents. You can; uh, It's uh, under the Constitution that uh, president's bribery uh, and treason are two things that they can be impeached for. Um, I covered Congress, ethics in Congress, and I covered several FBI investigations uh, of alleged bribery. And it's really difficult. It's easy to pro- prove the quid that the money came in. Right. It's more difficult to Prove the quo that the, the paper play that the policy decisions were made because they received the money, uh, unless they have it spelled out. Like I don't know if you remember Duke Cunningham. Sure. Uh, he was you know the top gun um, instructor and pilot that was um, I guess he was a pilot he, uh, from San Diego who was uh, jailed and indicted and jailed and kicked out of Congress yep. uh, for using his uh, for accepting bribes. Uh, Unless you have it written down on a napkin like he did selling out exactly it's hard to prove right. <laughs> that this is why you were doing these making these quality decisions was because you were receiving the money uh but that right now we live in an electronic world, so there's all kinds of email uh emails and texting uh electronic communication, so you never know um Hunter Biden had a lot on that laptop, and if you've read that book laptop from hell. I'm sure um, your eyes were opened. <laughs> I know. Speaking of mothers, my mother had to put it down. She said, "I can't read it." His personal uh, drug addiction and everything was too much for
4: her. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no question about it. Well, I'm uh, glad you brought that up. Now, obviously, we've we heard a lot about the laptop, and it was summarily dismissed the night of that presidential debate when it when it was revealed. Uh, as, as Russian disinformation. And again, it was only last year that uh, I think the New York Times specifically acknowledged, yeah, okay, uh, turns out that laptop was real. And I guess the first question I had, and it's like, well, then how is it that literally dozens of former members of our intelligence community signed a letter dismissing it as Russian information, and why was there no follow-up as to say, what evidence is there to support that? Because we lived through how many months of Trump colluding with Russia, which turned out to not be the case, and then they dismissed this laptop as Russian disinformation. That turned out not to be the case. So what, what's what's next in that area? I think it was John Brennan that was uh, brought before the uh, the Oversight Committee recently. I mean, they, they, that was just an emphatically false statement that these intelligence community members signed on to, Susan Crabtree.
6: Yes, it, it was pretty disturbing when it came out at the time because... They didn't provide the ra- the reasons. Uh, they believed it was Russian disinformation, right. just that it had all the hallmark. And as a journalist, I looked at some of the material on the laptop, and that I had access to the Bubulinski, uh text mm-hmm. on uh, from his phone. And I said that you know that, that this is very detailed information on this, and it's a lot of it is you know immaterial. A lot of it is you know embarrassing information, not just. Um, just about business skills. It, it's, pers- it's it was so detailed that I, it made me my curiosity pick my curiosity, and I didn't really take the fifty-one uh, signatures from the national security uh, establishment. You know, literally, I said, you know, okay, well, tell me why then. Uh, otherwise, do not censor this on Twitter or elsewhere. This shouldn't be censored. Right. Uh, I remember back in. The Bill Clinton days, when Monica Lewinsky was a salacious, you know, sex scandal that every reporter in Washington was curious about and pursuing. Every outlet, nobody was too. It wasn't a partisan situation back then, and it shouldn't be today. But I I do believe that that was that the the press just took it hook, line, and sinker and believed what that letter said.
4: Once again, we've been joined by Susan Crabtree. She the. White House and national political correspondent for Real Clear Politics. Uh, check out their fine work at RealClearPolitics.com. Susan, we appreciate your time today. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and uh, keeping us uh, abreast of this information. And uh, if uh, you're available in the future, we'd love to call you on, on you again as this and other situations develop.
6: Thank you so much. It's great to be with you. Thanks for
4: having me. You bet. Thank you. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Mother's Day edition of The Narn, back in mere moments. Go nowhere.
1: Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
5: Be advised, Master Pool and Spies holding a special Mother's Day sale, a one time opportunity to save forty to eighty percent at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Be advised, Master Pool and Spies holding a special Mother's Day sale, a one time opportunity to save forty to eighty percent at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Be advised, Master Pool and Spies holding a special Mother's Day sale, a one time opportunity to save forty to eighty percent at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Outlet. Our factories have demanded we sell 100 hot tubs and swim spas this week. Huge incentives and rebates only this week. We will even remove your old spa for free. Hot tubs starting at $2,999. Free delivery. Free removal of your old spa. 394 in Louisiana, St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Master Pool and Spa. Sale ends this Sunday. 952-253-0665. 952 253 952 253
1: At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation.
7: Mike Gallagher's thoughts on prayer. What is it about the gun debate in America that makes the left mock prayer? Life is challenging and difficult. Prayer and our faith is lacking. I heard Mark Davis play a clip of somebody who said, you can take your prayers over shooting victims and put them where the sun don't shine. Saying that about prayer, when people pray for healing and comfort after a horrible crime or a death, and I want you to hear what religious bigotry sounds like, because that's just a bigot.
1: Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on hosts and search for whatever's on your mind you'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize
8: not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter, so there's a very simple way for you to help this station,
2: and that is Just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. You wouldn't run your washer for just a pair of socks, but your old water softener is doing just that when it regenerates. A smarter wet technology water softener from Commerce Water will save you salt and energy. Get $400 for your old salt hog from Commerce Water. Go to Commerce.com.
4: Hey, welcome back, AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. As I am closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming on this Mother's Day, you can check out my friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. It's the King Banyan Show, heard Saturdays, 9 to 11. And then my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, and these very airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriots, Saturdays from 1 to 3, followed immediately by Jack Tomzak the new guy. He's Saturdays 3 to 5. And me, Brad Carlson, closing out Sundays, as I have for going on 12 years. Yeah, 12 years at the end of this month. i will been with the Northern Alliance Radio Network, Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I uh, got some uh, news stories, uh, other news stories I don't want to get to. Uh, did you watch the uh, Did you watch the Trump town hall on CNN uh, earlier this week? I did not uh, because, well, I've made it very clear on this show I am never voting for Donald Trump for any political office ever again. And I get it; that's not exactly a bold stance because a Republican presidential candidate is not going to win the state of Minnesota, so my vote literally means nothing. Okay, but. I'm not voting for Trump again. I've made that very clear. I've had a lot of listeners push back. I've had some listeners send me nasty grams. We've had calls to the station wanting me thrown off the air. And that's fine. I I, I can understand that. Um, There are people who have called in and told me I'm full of crap. And I I appreciate people who are at least willing to call in and convey their their sentiments. But this was just a gigantic waste of time. Because I, I... Well... I take that back. It wasn't a waste of time for CNN because they always get a ratings boon when Donald Trump was on their network or whenever they talked about Trump. I talked about it last Sunday's show. When Trump was president, people went to CNN to have their derangement validated because they took Trump coverage to an absurd level. And like I also said last Sunday, this is an American news network. Of course they should cover the president of the United States thoroughly. I I didn't object to that. But when it devolves into sensationalistic tabloid garbage, like Donald Trump is so petty and such a bully and such a tyrant within the White House that he gets two scoops of ice cream and his staffers only get one. Or he's got a 12-diet-Coke-a-day habit. Or when he's meeting with world leaders, it's like, look at this uncouth buffoon representing us. I mean, he pours a whole container of fish food into the fish tank while hanging out with the Japanese prime minister. Well, actually, the Japanese official poured in the fish food first, and then Trump followed suit by pouring it in himself. But they... they, they Selectively edited video to make them look like an idiot. Like there was one year when the uh, one of the Super Bowls, the Patriots won, well, it would have been um, Super Bowl 51, you know, the one where they had the miracle 28 to 3 comeback. They said, Well, look at this. When the Patriots won the Super Bowl two years ago, when Barack Obama was president, look at all these people and team members that came to Barack Obama's White House reception, but pretty scant crowd. Of the same team winning it two years later coming to see Donald Trump. Well, the difference was is that a lot of the New England Patriots staff and team and whatever else, they were standing on the stairway on either side of Obama where in the Trump visit, a lot of them were sitting in the audience. Okay, so there was essentially the same number of people there. So this is what I'm talking about. They, they, they go the extra mile to make him look worse than it already is. And I, my, my suggestion was always just play his press conferences and his interviews on an endless loop and play it without comment and let the people decide. And people decide, boy, this guy's kind of nutty. But when you try to make him seem even worse than he is, it all of a sudden you lose all trust from the American public, which I guess isn't exactly a revelation the media pretty much has lost a lot of trust, if not eradicated completely. Well, I bring all this up because you had progressives pitching a fit over Trump's town hall appearance because Trump was Trump. He called the moderator, Caitlin Collins, a nasty person because she kept interrupting him when he wouldn't directly answer questions. It's like, what? What? how did you expect him to answer these questions about his regret over throwing Mike Pence under the bus or his regret saying that, you know, did he have any regrets saying the 2020 election was rife with fraud, even though there was no evidence, or will he accept the 2024 election results? What did you expect him to say, and how did you expect the audience to react? This was a Republican audience. Trump won the New Hampshire primary in 2016 handily. So the Repo- they're, they're going to stack the audience with pro-Trump Republicans. They did stack the audience with pro-Trump Republicans. So... How did you expect this to come off? And again, you had progressives like Ty Padovita, a.k.a. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, as well as uh, the uh, former garden gnome from the Clinton administration, Robert B. Reich, just going ape crazy over CNN, giving Trump a platform. How dare they normalize this Trump? This twice impeached, he's being up. Brought up on criminal charges in several cases here. He was literally found liable of sexual abuse 24 hours earlier. Yet CNN gives this person a platform. And morally, I agree with that. How could you give that guy a platform? But here's one fact you can't get away from. As much as a lot of us would like to, myself included. He is the leading candidate for the Republican presidential nomination in 2024. Again, I don't like it. I wish it weren't that way. But the fact of the matter is, as it stands now, he's in a strong position to be the Republican candidate in 2024. You can say whether that's morally right, but it is factually correct. He he is. So obviously, he's a newsmaker. And with President Joe Biden's record low approval ratings more, almost two and a half years into his administration, he's a very vulnerable incumbent president. And given that Donald Trump's, biggest issue going into 2016 was the border and how that has is a complete disaster now all of a sudden trump is trying to position himself as amazing as this sounds as the candidate who's going to bring us back to normalcy how much of a damning indictment is that on our country and our political system right now that Donald Trump in the minds of some, and not just his, not just the, uh, only Trump fans, you know, the, the performative leg humpers like Mike Gallagher on this station or, or friend of the broadcast, Pete Hagseth love Pete dearly, but they're already in performative leg humping mode. Expect him to be the nominee. You got Pete Hagseth the other day saying, well, look at these, uh, look at these numbers. It's time to coalesce, time for Ron DeSantis to drop out of the race and coalesce behind Donald Trump. Um, Pete, love you, buddy, but Ron DeSantis is not in the race yet. That's just between me and you. Sorry, again, love Pete Hegseth, consider him a personal friend. Ron DeSantis is not in the race. What say we decide this in the arena of ideas? And guess what? Who's which of the Republican presidential candidates is being attacked more than any of them? It's Ron DeSantis. Normally it's the front runner that's attacked the most. Well, the front runner is undeniably Donald Trump. Well, why isn't he being attacked more if he's got this thing in the bag? You know, try to bring him down a few pegs. Maybe, maybe the other cans think it's an impossible task. I don't know. Maybe they're right. But the fact of the matter is Trump is is the front runner and again is it is he is he a shoe- in you could make that argument but a lot can happen but the point is is that there are now some independent voters not just the only Trump people who are saying you know what we have now is orders of magnitude worse when it comes to our situation at the border and since that was Trump's strength and since border crossings were. Uh, significantly tamped down during the Trump administration. You know, some people are saying, God help me, maybe I might switch to Trump. Are there enough people that that are believing that, that feel that? I don't know. But anyways, uh, real quick, I'll read a piece from Rebecca Downs at uh townhall.com on wednesday cnl held a town hall with former and potentially future president donald trump in new hampshire as he once again looks to seek the republican nomination while the town hall was the most watched program of the night so for those of you wondering how cnn could give donald trump a platform there's your answer right there that didn't stop several anchors from losing their minds as they went after their own network perhaps none were as vocal about it as anderson cooper however Now, the town hall did air during the 8 p.m. time slot, which is when Anderson Cooper 360 airs. So Cooper was already likely salty about Trump taking over his time slot. Does Cooper feel that if people can't watch him at 8 p.m. that they shouldn't watch the network at all? That's certainly possible. CNN knows who Trump is and what he's all about, and the network hosted the town hall regardless. And then I'll I'll, uh, wrap this up here with a quote from Anderson Cooper. Before we begin tonight's broadcast, I want to say something about what we witnessed at last night's town hall. Many of you have expressed deep anger and disappointment. Many of you are upset that someone who attempted to destroy our democracy was invited to sit on a stage in front of a crowd of Republican voters to answer questions and predictably continued to spew lie after lie after lie. And I get it. It was disturbing, he said, going on to list examples about what it was he and supposedly so many others found to be disturbing. And then Anderson Cooper went on to say, um, yeah, let me get down to this quote here, but do you think staying in your silo and only listening to people you agree with is going to make that person go away? If we all only listen to those we agree with, it may actually do the opposite. If lies are allowed to go unchecked as imperfect as our ability to check them is on a stage in real time, those lies continue And those lies spread. Again, this is who Trump is. This is who he's always been. And this idea that this was going to change, that somehow the media was going, the CNN journalists were going to have some sort of a come to Jesus moment. He was only brought on for the ratings. That's it. CNN's ratings since Joe Biden took office have cratered because People don't need to go to CNN anymore to have their Trump derangement validated. Trump was gone. And conveniently, when CNN needs ratings, they kind of rein them back in, try to get him back into the nation's consciousness. So, again, this is what was expected to happen. Nothing should come as a surprise. And yet you had all of these people saying, how could you give someone a, the stage that lies and lies and lies? And, yeah, I'm not going to defend Trump. The guy is a gaslighter. He's an abject liar. He is. That's. There's no disputing that. But Joe Biden has been a national figure for literally, and I do mean literally, 50 years from the time he was elected to the U.S. Senate to 1972, when he was elected as vice president in 2008, took a few years off after the Obama administration, then ran for president. So for the 50 years, Joe Biden has been in national office and has told documented falsehoods, yet there is no wall-to-wall fact checks on the stuff he tells. This guy was supportive of the Defense of Marriage Act literally a decade ago, or a little more than a decade ago. That's not that long ago. And now he's getting on The Daily Show about a couple months ago saying, well, you know what, I first started being tolerant of gay people back when I was in high school in the 1960s, and my old man dropped me off at the front door and I saw a couple of guys kissing. And I said, ah, what's wrong with that? That is such. That is so demonstrably false. It's obviously false, and yet he's just allowed to say that garbage. And you know how people justify it? They say, "Well, Joe Biden, you know, he's kind of this kindly old uncle, old grandpa. He just, he he likes to relate to people on a uh, on a same level. So he tells stories to these people that make him seem more relatable, even though these stories are do are dubious at best." That's how they excuse it, because he's trying to make people feel better about their situation. It's okay if Joe Biden tells flat-out lies. So you can scream and jump up and down about how Trump is a liar, and again, you're factually correct, you're morally correct. But I do not take you, I do not take your pearl clutching a bit seriously if you let the white house's current occupant the walking cadaver in the white house all of his falsehoods go check. sorry don't take you seriously and neither do a lot of people according to your ratings brad carlson the closer, are back with another segment on the broadcast coming up in mere moments mother's day edition of the northern alliance radio network you'll know where
0: turbulent times call for clear-headed insight It's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. The new Salem News Channel. The greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to the people you trust. Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Refreshingly, honest, always unfiltered. Streaming free on your TV 24-7. Intelligent analysis for intelligent people. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv.
7: With the new radical Minnesota legislation permitting abortion at any stage of pregnancy, your help with Robbinsdale Women's Center is needed more than ever. While the abortion industry stands ready to profit from a woman's unplanned pregnancy, Robbinsdale Women's Center is the first step in educating women on the truth about all their options. Through RWC, women will receive services and resources to make an informed decision. These resources include medical services like ultrasounds, other education and parenting classes. They'll learn more about the beautiful baby growing inside. Sadly, 80% of RWC's patients are seeking an abortion when they first visit. After seeing their baby on an ultrasound, and hearing unbiased information on all their choices, 8 in 10 women planning to terminate the pregnancy change their mind. Robinsdale Women's Center is 100% donor funded. Please help RWC provide life-affirming options for women. Visit rwcinfo.org. A sustaining gift of $44 a month helps save a baby, but make any donation you can, rwcinfo.org.
3: Metals. call now for your free gold and silver report protect your ira today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to ten thousand dollars in free silver call genesis gold group empowering faith-driven stewardship 800-504-1123 800-504-1123 800-504-1123 that's 800-504-1123
4: Hey, welcome back AM128 of the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network With me, Brad Carlson Thanks as always for tuning in On this Mother's Day edition of the NARN Hopefully uh, you moms are getting spoiled And getting the rock star treatment that you deserve And don't forget, check out the program via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And we do have our uh, broadcast normally live-streamed on our Facebook page, but we're not live today. So no live stream today, but feel free to check out our Facebook page. Just do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And give us a like or a follow if you have not done so already yeah this is a mainly a, a political talk show but you know what we like to talk about endeavors in our community and those who are making a positive impact in our community and who better than uh, my next guest Emily Schumacher she is the current Miss Coon Rapids she is competing for the title of Miss Minnesota I was going to say this June but that's like next month already so let's uh next month she's competing for the title of uh, Miss Minnesota and for those of you who've listened to this show for any length of time you know that from about 2015 through 2021 I was the uh, MC for Miss Minnesota weekend uh, but now I'm just a uh I shouldn't say a, a detached observer I still like to see what's going on with the with the young ladies because I still know a lot of them who are competing today Emily is going to talk about That in a little bit, but we definitely want to focus upon an endeavor she has going on entitled the Go Red Gala, which will be taking place at Bunker Hills Golf Course in Coon Rapids uh, this Friday, May the 19th. So uh, Emily will kind of give you some heads up where you can find out more about it. Uh, Emily Schumacher, first of all, welcome to the broadcast, young lady. How are you?
9: Good. How are you? Thank you for having me.
4: Uh, thanks so much for uh, coming on. And obviously, uh, we talk a little bit about uh, those who are striving to make their community better. And that's really a tenet of the Miss Minnesota organizations. You well know, Emily, is the Social Impact Initiative. It used to be called Platform, now Social Impact Initiative, where these young ladies uh, take a area of service about which they're passionate and try to uh kind of amplify it in their community. We'll talk about the gala in a little bit, but first, this ties in nicely with your social impact initiative. Why don't you tell us what that is and what it entails for you specifically?
9: Yeah, so the gala really ties in in hand-in-hand with my community service initiative, which is called Heart and soul, taking care of your heart and saving another. S
4: O L E, by the way. Yes. Very not clever. S
9: O U L. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Very clever. Soul. <laughs> yeah. Because we're our we're our own uh, soul responsibility for our health. Heart health is that what is that what that is? Exactly. Very clever. Exactly. Yeah. I'm an old guy. I can figure stuff out. So. <laughs>
9: So my logo actually is a bottom of like a shoe print with a heart in it. So like the sole of your shoe. Very clever. Because I love to promote eating healthy, exercise, stress management, uh, in order to be heart healthy. Uh, this has been a community service initiative of mine that's really been growing for the eight years that I've been involved in the Miss America organization. I started back in 2015. I remember. I know, it's crazy. It was a long <laughs> time ago. Wow, uh, baby Emily.
4: Yes. Uh, now yes. At
9: 23, applying to med school. Uh, crazy. But yeah, so really... Focusing on heart disease and how it is becoming a big issue in our country right now. And hopefully as the next Miss Minnesota, I can, you know, travel the state and teach people about how to stay heart healthy.
4: Now, how do you balance the messaging on this? Because we hear a lot today in today's society about uh, body positivity. And, you know, we don't like to bully people. We don't like to, you know, chide people for not looking a certain way. I mean, you know, we're all different. I get that. And the message of we should feel good in our own skin, I certainly understand that. But how do you sort of balance for with, hey, there's body positivity, but, hey, you know, there's still health ramifications that if you, if you aren't careful could be very adversely impactful in the future. So how do you personally balance that? Or do you try to uh, address that aspect of it, Emily Schumacher?
9: I do like to address that. I think the, the most important thing to remember is that healthy looks different on everyone. Sure. Yeah. I love to work out. Uh, I do CrossFit. I will say I do have a six pack, but that's not normal. I did for ask everyone. Emily
4: if she has a permit for those guns when she walked in. <laughs> she gave me a ticket to the gun show. Was, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead.
9: <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily mean that if I didn't have a six pack, I wouldn't not be healthy right what we look like doesn't classify you as healthy or not it's the habits that we're doing every day and day out ultimately that make up our lifestyle that make us healthy
4: yeah absolutely and and certainly you know i mean i was uh you know i was quite a bit heavier this time last year than i am now and i can tell you from personal standpoint plus i'm older too is the impact the adverse impact it could take on your joints? Because I like to I like to run occasionally, and when I was at the weight I was, it got to be so much more laborious, and you know adversely impact my knees and my lower back and everything else. And so, uh, as much as I try, I couldn't un- outrun a a, a a poor diet. So exactly. that's certainly I certainly the biggest component of it. So uh, in your time in studying heart health. Uh, is there any one factor above all else that adversely impacts uh, heart health or is it is it pretty much a, co- a combination of a lot of factors?
9: I truly think it's a combination of factors. And okay. that's why I love to teach about balance when I'm at schools, talking to businesses, talking with organizations about this topic is we have to eat healthy. We have to exercise. We got to move our body, whether it's working out or just being active in your home, like dusting, vacuuming, doing the dishes, not sitting. We live a very sedentary lifestyle here in America. And I think that's something that we really need to combat right now, Uh, especially with COVID and people working at home and weren't going out, weren't getting up and going to the office. I just
4: say COVID had to amplify those issues,
9: 100%, 100%. And then also just stress management. But I say stress management in the way of how are you dealing with the stress that you are having in your life mm. and how are you responding to it that's the big factor of it is it a healthy coping coping mechanism that you're using or is it an unhealthy coping mechanism
4: yeah i have i have resisted the temptation of getting a riding mower in all seriousness i mean <laughs> i don't have a huge yard and yeah. the push mower i mean it's it may be an hour hour and a half at most but yeah, the the activity that you put forth and just doing something like that it's it's invaluable.
9: Exactly. Well, you're uh, already hitting what the American Heart Association wants every day for that active goal. So.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this is something that has been a passion for you, and, and this is a, a. I'm assuming you're going to medical school for. Uh, uh, for the heart? Uh, what's the specific, uh, uh, the technical terminology that you're going to be studying in med school?
9: So, I tell everyone I want to be a heart surgeon, but I don't want to be your heart surgeon. So, I want to do something cardiothoracics related, probably surgery. I'm not a
4: cardiothoracic surgery. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So,
9: yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a long road, a lot of hours in the hospital, but I'm ready for it.
4: So what was uh what, what I guess uh, pointed you in the direction of the medical field and to, to take that side? Because that's obviously, I mean, you well know, a tremendous, uh, I mean, tremendous op, uh, accomplishment just to get into med school. And then the work and the dedication it'll take to get through that, uh, certainly another level. And that takes a tremendous commitment. What what made you so passionate that you wanted to get in that field, Emily?
9: I've been surrounded by medicine my entire life. My mom is an emergency room PA physician in Mankato with Mayo and we have family friends who are nurses, doctors, PAs. So it's just been something that I've known my entire life and I really don't know anything different when people ask me, well, what's your plan B? Uh, I don't have a plan B because this is what I want to do. Okay, you know I know the long road ahead of me, but it ultimately is something that I want to do not just within the four walls of the hospital. And I think this is something that I've realized during my time here with Miss America is I love using my knowledge and the resources that I can bring to our community to better better their lives as well.
4: So of course, this all leads into, like you said, your social impact initiative within the Miss America organization. And this gala that you're putting on in Coon Rapids, again, this Friday, uh, May 19th. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about what this gala entails? And, uh, you know, obviously a gala like this, Charitable Endeavor, there's going to be beneficiaries of this. So why don't you give us a little information of what that entails?
9: So the gala started because I had the honor of being a Minnesota Women of Impact nominee with the American Heart Association. Wow, okay. Yeah, so pretty incredible, a big honor, and I actually was honored with my sister as well. So she was a nominee, and she was Miss Minnesota's Outstanding Teen this past year, and her community service initiative had kind of the same uh, go about as mine does, but hers is more about CPR education. And with this nominee, I had to do an event to raise money during the campaign. While the campaign is over, I it takes a lot to put a gala together, let me tell oh, you. Oh, I
4: imagine, yeah. So
9: I was like, well, I can still raise all the money and it'll go back to the American Heart Association. I don't really care about the campaign timing, per se. I just want to raise money for an organization that I love. Sure. So this gala, all the money will be going to the American Heart Association. And it'll be held at Bunker Hills on May 19th, like you said, and we'll be having a program which will honor those who have survived a heart disease as well as those who have died from a heart
4: disease. Mm, Okay. So, very uh, worthwhile endeavor. Obviously, it's, uh, you know, certainly going to be some poignant moments as any uh, worthwhile endeavor has. For sure. So, is there still opportunities for people to be a participant? I know it was close to sold out. Is it sold out as yet?
9: Well, Registration has closed. It has closed. Okay. But if they would like to Sorry donate. Sorry to get your hopes up, folks. I, I apologize. <laughs> I know. I know. I really wish it wasn't. I wish you could buy tickets at the door, but we are having a sit-down dinner, so that's not possible. Sure. But if they would like to donate, they can go to my website, which is www.emilyrayschumacher.com, and there is a link there for the gala that they can donate to.
4: Yeah, and uh, I'll also uh, link to that on the uh, on our Facebook page as well as uh, as my personal site bradcarlson.org. So you can uh, kind of go there. You kind of your one stop shop to uh, find out everything about uh, Emily's uh, social impact initiative, this Go Red Gala in particular. And uh, I don't, uh, you able to hang around for one final short segment, yeah. Emily? Okay. Well, we're going to take a break again. Emily Schumacher, Miss Coon Rapids, she's competing next month for the title. Of Miss Minnesota, and if she wins Miss Minnesota, then she goes on to the uh, Miss America competition. So, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that and find out a little bit about more uh, her personally. I would give out the phone number to tell you to call in and wish Emily well and ask questions, but we're recording this ahead of time. Spoiler alert, folks. But uh, anyways, this is the Mother's Day edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with one final segment with our in-studio guest, Emily Schumacher. Go nope.
7: Are you looking for trusted insight and knowledge on how the eyes reflect the connection between health Lifestyle, sports, and nutrition, tune into my show, Open Your Eyes Radio, Saturday at 9 a.m. with me, Dr. Kerry Gell. I'm an optometrist with more than three decades of experience, a keen interest in longevity and lifestyle, with a never-ending focus on the four basic principles of health, nutrition, exercise, stress reduction, and sleep. Listen and learn with me every Saturday at 9 a.m. here on AM 1280, The Patriot. I remember
9: when we found out we were expecting you, and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew
5: and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist.
6: No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18
5: days from conception. Across America,
4: the In your car, at home, And on the job. AM radio has more than 80 million listeners each month. For more than a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of
2: our community. Visit WeAreBroadcasters.com and tell us how you depend on AM. WeAreBroadcasters.com.
4: Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final short segment on this Mother's Day edition of the broadcast. Happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there listening. Hope you are enjoying your day. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, almost every day is Mother's Day. I was, I was raised essentially by a single mom and I realize the important role that they have on a day-in and day-out basis. Emily, you can concur with that, obviously. Uh,
9: oh, 100%. Uh,
4: any, any big plans for uh, Mother's Day yourself? You know, Spoiler alert, unless they're a surprise and then don't say it over the air no, if no, you no. want to surprise your mom. So.
9: No. <laughs> Actually, it's my sister's last dance recital weekend. Oh, So okay. our dance studio always has recital weekend over Mother's Day, which... I think it's pretty cool. It's special. I had a special bond with my mom during my dance career. I mean, if they're gonna have
4: the fishing open over Mother's Day weekend, what's wrong with a dancer side? Exactly. <you know? laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, very fun, and uh, we uh, we hope. Uh, well, I'm, you look like you spoil you and your sister spoil your mom each and every day, with, all the time, with who you are just all who, the time. just <laughs> by you being you, right? <laughs> Once again, we're joined in studio by Emily Schumacher, the reigning Miss Coon Rapids, uh, competing for the title of Miss Minnesota. Uh, next month, uh do you have the number of days, Emily Schumacher until Miss Minnesota week? I don't normally, nor I normally i I don't like to think about it. no, that's fair that's fair. I mean, everybody's different. <laughs> I know that i'm still I'm still uh friends on social media with a good number of the young ladies who are going to be uh candidates for Miss Minnesota, and they all put a number in there when it gets to less than a month, they all put the number two digit yeah, number in there. I think we're close so. to like forty. okay, okay, it sounds about right. I know june twenty third friday june twenty third is when Miss Minnesota is officially crowned. So yeah, that's about six weeks away. It's coming so up, that's that is forty days. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, what's uh, what's kind of your mindset like as you get to, get closer to do the. Uh, uh, do you try not, like you said, you try not to think about it or, I mean, you're all, but you can't help but think about it because you're in constant prep mode. I mean, how do you kind of balance that out a little bit?
9: Exactly. I think it's just staying true to who I am and knowing what I've done and knowing what I want to do as Miss Minnesota and just going in as me and showing them who I am and what I want to do and why I'm here is really how I go in to compete. Cause you can't, really compete against the other girls cuz every girl is different. That's sure. the beauty of Miss America. Every girl brings something different to the table and ultimately the judges have the final say of who they want to be Miss Minnesota or Miss America and that's it.
4: And you never know the 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 caliber of judges you're getting cuz they are all different too. They're all looking for different things. For sure. You may say, "Hey, I'm going to uh, maybe tell the judges what they want to hear, and it's just like, well, there are some judges who are okay with that, and others who are like, yeah, you're just trying to tell me what I want to hear. I'm not down with that. So that uh, that's certainly a crapshoot. So I think that is the best possible advice: is just be who you are, put it all out there, and if that's good enough, fantastic. And if exactly. it's not, sound like you got a bright future, Emily Schumacher. Regardless, uh, I do. So. I
9: do. This organization really is just a stepping stone for me.
4: So. Uh, the miss miss america itself like i like i mentioned to you i'm you know i'm about your parents age so you can yeah. kind of guess how old i am and i used to watch this cuz my mom was a big fan of miss america and i would watch it with her so i've been watching this since the 70s and 80s it's changed dramatically from then to it is now not in a bad way it just has it's just different but it doesn't seem to get the notoriety that it once did you have to find it like on a uh i don't know where you find it anymore and it's not network television anymore no. what kind of, what kind of, no. i mean is there a stigma do you feel attached with it now
9: I think a lot of people saw it as an entertainment piece. Like we talked during the break here. What people see on TV is the entertainment piece of pageantry. They don't see what goes on behind the scenes. All the service work, all the prep, the working out, uh, getting out in the community. They see the glitz and the glam. right? And I think that with Miss America changing to 2.0, that kind of went away. So the entertainment piece went away and... I think now with our new national director, we're going to see that glitz and glam coming back.
4: Listening to Emily's uh, two segments tells you that it's more than just about the presentation. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, as for sure. Emily Schumacher went way too quick, but we thank you for joining us today in the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Best of luck to you going thank forward. You. We'll talk soon. Yes. and Folks, thank you for tuning in. Again, happy Mother's Day to all your moms out there. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week.
2: You want to feel important? You want to be a part of something bigger? something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong? Well, we felt that way too. I'm First Lieutenant Brandon Beatinger from Champlin, Minnesota, and that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Minnesota Army National Guard soldiers. We are people just like you, and together we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit nationalguard.com forward slash MN to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. What if you could build a six-figure retirement income with almost half the money saved? You heard that right. Get a discount on your retirement, creating a six-figure income with 40% less than traditional 401ks and mutual funds. Hi, I'm Mitch Lyons, best-selling author and executive producer of a new Hollywood documentary called The Baby Boomer Dilemma. In this film, economists and Nobel Prize-winning PhDs from Wharton, MIT, and Stanford share a strange concept I call the retirement discount. It gives you more retirement income with the same dollar saved, and your money is never at risk if the market crashes. That's right. If the market crashes 30%, you lose nothing. Even people who are on track have shifted money to this new strategy because it increases their retirement income or can allow them to stop working years sooner so if you are over 50 and want a bigger better retirement with less money call to get a free copy of this brand new movie 1-800-578-3535 this is a 30 dollars value but when you call today you get it completely free plus two hours of bonus behind the scenes footage no credit card required call right now 1-800-578-3535 that's 1-800-578-3535 again 1-800-578-3535 Arby's
0: computer
1: Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM-1280 The Patriot app today.